That's nope. Jump in, jump right. out, and show us what you're all about. Like, right. no, you gotta pay attention exactly. to find out what's going on. Make sure your question is relevant. Make sure yes. it makes sense to the conversation. Don't just throw any question out there for the sake of speaking. That is not. That is not the way. Hey, everybody. I'm Elise Real. And I'm Isha Bell. And this is Full-Time Black Women, a community for Black professional women to live, laugh, grow, and feel the soul. So what are we talking about today, Elise? Today's topic is speak up, sis. Speak up, sis. Yes. Oh, sounds like something that comes straight out of my mouth. I'm pretty sure it has probably a thousand times. Yes, yes, Let's get into it. It has. So a cloud, a clouds, Jesus. That's how you start. (laughs) But say it right though. <laughs> I heard nothing wrong. It's okay. okay. No, sort we of. did. We did. I heard like it too. Okay. Yep. Okay. A closed mouth. M O U F. I said it right. Closed <laughs> mouth. Don't get fed. We've all heard that saying or something similar before in our lives, and it's no less true in corporate America. There are so many reasons we don't speak up in meetings, but whatever the reason. Just know you are not alone. Many of us have left a meeting or two without sharing an without sharing an idea or hung up on a call thinking about, man, I should have said this. I should have answered it this way or that way. Um, so today we want to tackle how to practice speaking up in meetings for all of the full-time black women out there who have ever felt that they were left unheard. So mm-hmm. less or afraid to even speak that part, you know? that part. No, so. I can hear you. If you don't speak up. Exactly. Oh, I got, here we go. Here we, we, back to and we back. We back. We back. <laughs> so before we jump into it, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Look, I don't know where you're listening to this podcast right now, but guess what? Where I am, it is freezing outside, okay? I'm telling you, it's cold out here for a pimp. When you're trying to get some groceries, but no limp. Oh, no, my limp. You don't you mean want to be, uh, you, uh, you don't want to be slip sliding out there in that ice with holding some groceries, doing a Jane Brown split. <laughs> you didn't mean to, Mm-mm. okay? Oh, my gosh, that actually did happen to me. I wonder if we still have the video. <laughs> Look, what you need to do is go ahead and click on the link fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash and you are able to get free delivery for your first order over $35. What how inflation is playing out in these streets, that's probably about three, four, five things. Boom, free delivery. What you mad about? Exactly. What you mad about? Exactly. No complaint, no issue. That's that's the best you can do. I'm telling you, just go ahead, click on the link full-time black woman dot com forward slash instacart forward slash and you will have hand selected very well taken care of groceries that the shoppers pick up based on your preferences they make sure to keep your eggs safe your avocados don't be bruised your bread be nice and fluffy and stuff you you will be taken care of don't even worry just kick back put your feet up and watch the groceries come to your door nothing feels better than that ding dong and you have 
all your groceries at the door. <laughs> Bing bong. How about that? Exactly. Look, let Iscart know we sent you by go ahead and clicking on that link. Fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Instacart forward slash. You can sit up there and shop multiple stores on one single order while you sit on your big comfy couch. Oh, that just sounds so good, especially right now. Like, I'm serious. I, I think I hurt myself with that split. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that. I ain't flexible. I'm not even flex. So I'm a both. Like, come on. Go ahead. Click on the link. Fulltime.com. Fulltime.com. <laughs> Fulltimeblackwoman.com. Forward slash Instacart. Forward slash. But we can go ahead and get started with those stats for that ass. Hey, stats for that ass. Hey, we can hey, you hey, the facts with some stats for that ass. Check this out, Elise. What's up? The average employee spends about one third of his or her work week in meetings. Yeah. So they're the best opportunity to have to make your expertise known, notes Joel Garfunkel. Garfinkel, an executive coach. Now, people hesitate to speak up for all kinds of reasons. You and I both know this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joel observed that uh, the reasons range from simple shyness. Mm -hmm. Some people don't want to speak up at all. Oh, am I forgetting? Oh, God, am I thinking? You know, or because of perfectionism. I know this is something that impacts me. I want to make sure that I am communicating clearly what's going on in my head. Yeah. And more often than not, I feel like I'm not executing that. So it kind of holds me back because I'm thinking about reiterating different ways to say what I want to say. And mm-hmm. if I somebody else to say that, like, damn, right. I should say what I want to say. So, but you want to have all the details nailed down before saying anything. It also uh, includes the fear of confrontation because you may be one of the people coming up with unpopular opinion mm-hmm. and other people are really quick to jump down your throat because sometimes team meetings kind of be like gang wars yes. and you got one side to believe in this, one side to believe in that, and one side that wants change, one side to say no everything, he's been working the way he's been working it let's keep it the way it is so the belief that disagree especially with your manager is too risky mm. Ooh, I feel like so many memories just popped into my head yeah, <laughs> yep. I have been all three of these stages or reasons why I haven't spoken up yeah. in a meeting. What about you, Elise? Yep, one thousand percent. All of these are uh, are familiar to me in one way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Have it have been all of these, <laughs> and much like all of our listeners, I'm sure you all will be able to relate wholeheartedly to these stats for that ass and. I think a lot of the time it goes kind of either ignored or you're just kind of like, well, I don't even know how to like, how, how do I attack this? Like, what do I do? How do I even get here? So sometimes I feel like a little double Dutch situation. Do. Like so somebody is constantly talking yes. and they like to hear the sound of their voice or they like to feel as if they obtain power by dominating yes. meeting so that people go to them to hear their point of view when they're quiet. Mm-hmm. There's always some strategy that goes along with it, but uh, you got to jump in where you fit in. And sometimes you just got to cut, cut someone off. I heard what you didn't say. And I agree. <laughs> 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 I, I, I agree. 
agree. 1000% that exclamation that was going to be in there that fit yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Sometimes you got to uh-huh. cut them off. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those, those people are not let just, if you are one of those types of people that just constantly talks during a meeting, know that that does not help all the time. Like that, that doesn't go over as well as you might think in your mind. Don't be that person. Don't, don't be that person. Please don't. Yeah. (laughs) So let's jump right in. Speak up, sis. Ways to speak up. So the first way is to speak up early. So Perhaps you are the shy type. Perhaps you are the overthinker. Perhaps you are the fearful one. If that is the case, no matter what category you fall into, try to speak up early on in the conversation because this can give you a leg up. It helps keep you from building up that massive amount of self-doubt that can creep in by sitting there longer. So the longer you sit, the more you're able to let your uh, imposter syndrome play on you, the more you're able to kind of talk yourself out of what it is you wanted to say and have a full dialogue Joseph. I say this, somebody else is going to say this, if I say this, right. I'm going to say this. Yeah. 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 Sometimes strategizing in your mind, kind of playing chess in your head will keep you quiet the entire meeting because you, you're never going to be able to imagine all of the possibilities. And the more you try, the more opportunities to speak up pass you by. Um, yep. Another good point about speaking up early is that it's less likely your idea or your comment will be shared by someone else. So I know for me, that's been one of the things that's happened. Like I sat there kind of strategizing, planning out what I was going to say or how to say it in the best way possible. And then all of my planning internally, somebody else said what I had planned to say. Didn't say it perfect. Didn't say it in a way that totally made sense. They just spit it out. And it was like, oh my mm. gosh, that is so true. And I'm sitting here feeling like an asshole because it's like, geez, I just let somebody else say what I was going to yeah. say. And yep. then you're stuck. And it's like, all right, well, now what do I say? What, what do I do now? Now I got to think of something all over again. And um, it puts that kind of pressure on you. So speaking up early does the opposite. It takes the pressure off in that way. Mm -hmm. Another thing you can do is ask a question. A well-timed question or idea can show that you are engaged. And that can help release some of the pressure and release some of the anxiety around speaking up as well. So just by showing that you... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that is so true. But you have to be engaged. Just don't wait. Oh gosh. To try to show that you're engaged and you're <laughs> asking a question that the last 15 minutes has been explaining. Yes. You have to pay attention because I know I will date those off <laughs> in a second in a minute. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh sh what oh was this asked? I can't bring this up now because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. That's that's an excellent point. Don't <laughs> That's nope. Jump in, jump right. out, and show us what you're all about. Like, right. no, you gotta pay attention exactly. to find out what's going on. Make sure your question is relevant. Make sure yes. it makes sense to the conversation. Don't just throw any question out there for the sake of speaking. That is not. That is not the way. Make sure it is is one that will either continue the conversation in a positive way, challenge the conversation in a way that brings about better ideas, or 
you know, just don't say it. And if you're asking, please mm-hmm. recap the whole thing that you just said. That's not a question. Don't do that. Don't do yeah. that. So, um, so yeah, speak up early. This, this will alleviate some of the anxiety that comes with, you know, being stuck at the very end, trying to double Dutch or like hop your way into the conversation and everybody's done spinning the rope. You know what I mean? So. And I feel like also when you speak up early, it uh, directs the conversation, yes. you know, and if you're one of those people who has always been an active participant within whatever is going on within your department or area, uh, people are more inclined to piggyback off of what you're asking because they know you know your stuff. Yeah. So it directs the conversation to what you want to know out mm-hmm. of the topic as well. So it's a selfish thing as well. I feel like yeah. <laughs> it's not just a show I'm being engaged and stuff. It's like, how does this impact my job? Right. That's what I want to know. So basically what you're telling me is that we got to start doing this. Who, who, who got to start doing it? Not everybody. Okay. So let's make sure, you know, like yeah. I, I like to definitely speak up early mm-hmm. to find out how this impacts Isha Bale exactly. today and tomorrow. Exactly. All right. So the next point of how you can make sure that you speak up is to make sure that you trust your experience and your knowledge base. Too many times we question ourselves of whether or not we are who we truly want to be or if we know what we truly know. Imposter syndrome. That's basically what it is. That's it. We have a whole show as well as an article on our blog at fulltimeblackwoman.com that least Real wrote just to talk about imposter syndrome and how we can overcome it. And it's a daily battle. It's not one of those days like, oh, I'm cured of imposter syndrome. Like, no, it's going to creep up on you regardless, especially as a full-time Black woman. Mm-hmm. But you have to trust that. I mean, your unique perspective as value or validates the conversation. Truly, truly believe that. And if you're wrong, so what? It's not a big deal. People are wrong all the time. We know it's a different point system when mm-hmm. it comes to us making one mistake versus somebody making 10. But at the same time, fuck it, you're human. All right. right. Point blank. Um, depending on the meeting's purpose, remember you would not be included if the organizers didn't want to hear your thoughts. So don't just be a bystander. Don't just sit and let somebody else drive and be a passenger. You really have to be an active participant, especially if it's something that means something to you, especially if it's something that you're trying to make a career. You want to be seen to have a promotion. You have to be an active participant. Sitting at your desk with your head down and just doing your work does not work. So stop believing that shit that people have been telling us from when we were kids. Mm -hmm. If you do good. It will show. No, it won't. No. No, it won't. Mm-mm. You got to be out here in these streets. You got to be out here in these corporate America streets. Yep. Making it known. You got to be like that in the meetings. Okay. Yep. You got to seriously be like, hold up, hold up. Let me catch that pass. Interception. Right. I'm going to bring my expertise to this to let you know. Um, don't play with your boy. Right. Or your girl. Yes, absolutely. And I love um, how you had said in the, pri- the prior point about, you know, selfish reasons. Like this this point here, it can always be about selfish reasons because, again, your expertise and experience in the situation might make whatever the topic is or whatever the change is that might be discussed something that works better for you just by your mm-hmm. input. Something yep. that also enhances your career just by your input. Like, if it's a whole process change and the only person that really knows and works the process is you, 
you make the difference. So for you not mm-hmm. to speak up um, really doesn't help. <laughs> no, because you're basically allowing somebody who don't know shit to tell you the shit they don't know to try to get you to do it. Like, no, you cannot tell me how to do my job. Did you think about this? No, I did. Why? Because you are not an end user. Mm-hmm. So why would you be in this meeting or the prior meetings and coming to communicate this to us when you don't even know how to handle it. Exactly. So you shouldn't have been there in the first place. Now I'm going to let you know why you don't know it because I'm about to bring up these questions. Right. And I know you don't know it because that's why the process. Check. So yeah, right. sometimes you can, not sometimes this is when you shine your light. That's this it. little light of mine. Mm. Hey. I'm going to let it shine. Time Ooh. to be petty. Oh, I'm on time. I'm going to be petty with the shine. Hey. You don't know shit. Hey. And I'm about to let you know a bit. This little light <laughs> petty light. It's going to shine. Ooh, yeah. And that is the remix of This Little Light of Mine. Gonna let the petty, petty shine. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, Another way or another thing um, about how to speak up, sis, and we'll transition right into this next one, is that your silence hurts everyone. So people will eventually stop asking you to contribute if you don't contribute. Like they'll stop looking to you to be a, a voice if you never use it, because why would they waste space in a group meeting? just to have somebody sit in and listen for all of that. Like you don't want to be the professional listener at a, at a, mm. at a meeting. You don't want to be the person that, you know, people invite to fill out a group as opposed to actually, you know, contribute and be a, a active participant. Um, and also by speaking up, or not speaking up, you make yourself invisible. Excuse me. So it's by not speaking up, you make yourself invisible for projects and promotions. People look to hire, look to include those who are change makers, voices, um, people who have opinions that cause others to think. If you can come up yeah. with things that creates a, a, a thinking, brainstorming session, an environment where you know, more ideas kind of evolve out of what it is that you brought to the table. You are the Mm -hmm. type of person that people will want to include on these projects, promotion uh, discussions, teams of things, things that get the visibility. Another thing because you know, you always want to have somebody who's a spark. Yes. You know, like yes. it's one thing about having somebody who's the facilitator or leading the meeting, but it's another thing to have somebody to ask the questions that maybe right. others don't think of or others are afraid to. Exactly. You know, you gotta have a little shit starter there. And hello. You do. <laughs> you do. Cause that creativity creates the change that's necessary to keep things moving. Like, yep. You don't know. Right. You don't know what it is that will come out of your mouth that will be the the catalyst for improving, you know, work life balance or efficiencies or whatever it is um, for your entire department. Another thing about, you know, silence hurts everyone is that procrastinating the process only makes the change in behavior harder. So the longer that you try to stay silent, the the Less you try to actually, you know, include your voice in the discussions, the harder it's going to be 
you know, further down the line when you're actually trying to change mm-hmm. the behavior. The more you don't do it, the harder it gets. So you yeah. have to make the effort to try to like we've said so far, start with a question or some kind of comment or um, trusting in what you know, what you have accomplished and the fact that what you have to say is worthy of a listen, like it's worthy to be heard. So you don't, you don't know anytime holding back a useful point could really cost you your time, energy, money. It could cost the company time, energy, and money. It could cost, it it could cost so much. You have no idea what point you bring to the table could be the thing that changes everything. So do not discount what it is that you have to say, because not only do you get hurt by it, but the department and et cetera can be hurt by it as well. Because it could be one small mistake. Suppose, suppose Jeff made a, made a mistake. And you caught it because this is your efficiency. Like this is what the area you work in. And it's a mistake that could cost thousands, say millions, even if it's not caught, you decide to stay quiet and let Jeff get all the shine and think, you know, that he's hot shit. When in fact he has made an error. Now the company's losing mm-hmm. money and departments getting trashed because you decided they're you know laying what? people off of who's first in line right? not, not jeff not jeff not jeff jeff is not first in line <laughs> at all ever unless it's to get the promotion now if they hire it's expendable if, right. someone really doesn't add much it's us we be the first ones to go we're always every place i've been where there's been layoffs we are always the first ones to go. This is not a coincidence, my people. Mm-mm. If it's not the older people who are close to retirement today, hey, would you like to do early retirement and just walk away? It's one, that's one thing. But it's, when it comes to outside of that area, it's always Black people yes. who are the first ones to be on that list of layoff because they're, it's easy to get rid of a other, you know? Yeah. Sad to say. Mm. Let's, anyway, so we're going to go ahead <laughs> and move to this commercial break. But when we come back, we have a few more points that gets you rolling and feeling comfortable with the notion of it's time for me to speak and for myself to be heard. It is 2022, a new year, a new you, a new I. Dear, and who's joining the podcast crew? That's all I'm trying to find out. Look, if you're trying to join the podcast crew just like us, go ahead, click on the link full time black woman forward slash buzzsprout forward slash buzzsprout is ready for you to get all those spots that's been in your head all 2021 and you're ready to put it out there for the rest of the world to listen to 2022. Join the team. We use buzzsprout, and guess what? It's made us so much better right at least i would have to say so they provide so much for you to get started you'll get your own great looking podcast website audio players that you can drop into different websites and different areas detail analytics so you can see who when what where they listening how they listening all of the things and tools to help promote your episodes and much much more i'm telling you it's amazing to see 
where y'all listening to us at we all over the globe right now mm-hmm. and you should be too so just click the link in the show notes fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash buzzsprout forward slash to get your $20 Amazon gift card when you sign up for a paid plan and it helps support our show exactly and guess what if you want to upgrade Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price make sure you join the winning team the only team if you tired of people dancing in your videos you tired of the producers making you wear shiny suits and everything else (laughs) come on over to Buzzsprout okay fulltimeblackwoman.com forward slash Buzzsprout forward slash yeah (laughs) all right so we are back this is something that I have dealt with. Um, I spoke about it at the top of the show. Stop censoring yourself. Mm. You know, I don't do it anymore. Past Isha did. Mm-hmm. Current Isha. Oh, man. Sometimes like, maybe I should. Ah, I'm going to keep talking. I ain't going to stop it right there. I'm going to keep talking. But no one is perfect. Right. Okay. And your contributions don't have to be either. Mm. You know, but the pressure yes. of being perfect is it's there. there. Pressure of enunciating correctly is there. The pressure of making sure that your sentence has a noun, a verb, adjective, all that shit is there. Like you really feel like you're writing a damn novel in order to ask this one question about this one thing. No, no. Sometimes look, it's different ways to skin a cat. And if people don't understand you or they want to try to play you, whatever, let them do it. But I bet you everybody else is thinking that same thing. I bet you bet on black. Hello, me. <laughs> bet on black all the time. Okay. Like maintaining your authentic responses and reactions allows others to connect with you. You cannot be perfect with a, a telephobia. We talked about mm-hmm. that with smart girl logic, yep. you know, and I know a lot of full-time black women, including myself, deal with that or have dealt with that. Feelings as if twice is perfect. I'm not worried about that anymore. Even a half-developed idea can be jumping, uh, can be the jumping-off point for a productive discussion. Mm-hmm. But you don't know unless you try. Just realize and know that by keeping a lot of things, as Elise mentioned, silencing yourself or whatever, it does hurt. I don't. I don't care about everybody. I, it hurts you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what some proof for you. It hurts you more than it could help you. By saying something incorrectly, mm-hmm. you know, like just realize that you cannot censor yourself anymore. At least I don't know if you have experienced this, but when you finally you thought about the question that you want to ask 10, 12, 15, 11 times, you know, and then all of a sudden you ask it and you fumble on it mm-hmm. and then you ask it again and you feel like you're digging yourself deeper. Yeah. You ask again and you go, well, I'm trying to say, you know, it's like, because you thought about it too much. Yes. You thought about it too much and you were censoring yourself. If you just came out and asked question, but why though? Right. Boom. Hey, it's out now there. we got point A right? mixed out. <laughs> it's out. I'm not saying going to the media saying, but why though? I mean, that's how your company culture is, but just, I, I need to understand how this is going to impact my role. Right. You know, like, what am I going to be doing differently? Yes. Um. Also, who was included on this team to make this decision? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Like, 
put yourself out there so you could know because you don't want to have to ask right. someone at the end of the meeting or after the meeting and they don't know themselves. So they don't. Do what? Left at point A and you still don't have an answer exactly. to it. And you're lost. And now you're afraid that you're going to mess up because you didn't speak up and ask questions. They said, anybody have any questions? And now you're put out there to go ahead and do this role that you don't even know what the new uh, process is. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, don't do that to yourself. Don't do it. No. Don't do it. And so when you were describing the... the trickle effect of like holding on to your questions. I immediately thought about being constipated. That was the first. (laughs) I apologize to some of our sensitive listeners or whatever, but that's what I thought about. Like you go, however long you constipated, you feel it. It's in there. You know, it's there. It's, it's knocking. It is like, you feel it. And and you know it's going to be a relief to get it out. And then when it finally happens, it's like, what is this? It's nonstop. It's just like, it's still still going. And I can't, it's the train wreck that I can't stop looking at. And there you are. You have to. Just just take the laxative and let it go. Let it go. See, if you don't wait all that long time thinking, you know what? I'm going to hold it. No. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and let it out and say what you got to say. And if it makes you feel better and the, the idea or whatever isn't clearly defined, just say so. Like, you know what? I'm still kind of forming this in my head, but my thought is X, Y, Z and let it fall out. Just let the cars fall mm-hmm. as they may. Some people might ask you, okay, well, can you clarify it a little bit? And then you have some more time to like, give me a moment. Let, right. me, let me try. And don't worry. And look, and don't worry. The mansplainer going to be there to fulfill Go. his role. Exactly. Because after you ask that initial question and you yourself may not feel as if you were that clear, don't worry. The mansplainer will come and fuck it up first yep. Yep. <laughs> and say, did you ask something that you didn't ask? You got to be like, no, 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 that's not what it meant. So just give me what I'm trying to say. And then eventually you will get there to your destination because you are an expert in what you do. You will figure how to, you know, verbalize this. But I feel like this is also a woman thing, too. It's not just a black woman thing. We have talked about this before. uh, The reasons uh, more women are less likely to speak up in meetings versus Mm -hmm. men. Mm -hmm. You know, when they have uh, the team meetings, men talk what three fourths three quarters of the time versus mm-hmm. women and everything. Cause we're so used to sitting back and waiting our turn. Yes. To speak. We're polite. And try to be polite. Yes. Cause we've been taught. That's what we we're supposed to be. We supposed to be polite. We supposed to yep. be second, third, fourth, yep. fifth. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. Wait your turn, Elise. Mm. Go ahead, Jeff. And then when it's Elise's turn, Jeff jumps in. He goes, wait, I'm sorry. What did you say, Jeff? Right. You're so quick to want to hear what they have to say. But it's my motherfucking turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I get in trouble because that's not being polite and nice. Right. Right. And not sharing the spotlight and everything else. So, yeah. Sometimes you just got to jump in there. Exactly. Like, not sometimes, all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't wait anymore. I, and that, that rubs some people off because I'm going to get social norms mm-hmm. of, as a woman, mm-hmm. and especially as a black woman. Yeah, you shut up until your ass is right, and I don't care. I don't care. I got some seasoning with me. Okay, that's right. All that's right? right. And I I get that. That's something that sometimes will come with you know professional maturity. Once you yeah. find your lane, or once you know yourself to that point, then you're more inclined. To to have that kind of attitude and speak up, so we're not saying rush and jump into it, 
you know, now if you if you're not comfortable being that way, but start practicing, like start trying to at least say something. Don't wait your entire career and let moments pass by that could be great opportunities for you that you miss by not saying anything at all. So the next way that you can work on speaking up, sis, is kind of in line with what we just talked about as far as uh, censoring yourself. You get caught up trying to think too much about it and then you end up not saying anything at all. So instead of doing that, try writing down your talking points. If you have things you want to say, write down just bullets of what it is. Or if you have the time, you know, can write out like an introductory sentence to it, whatever the case may be. But please don't do that. <laughs> That's overthinking it. Please don't do that. Cause I'm going to be sitting there that meeting like, <laughs> oh, you. Oh, this really happened. All right. Well, um, not, you know, not to read it directly off of the page, but at least write down. So why are you writing it down? Sometimes it helps. It helps organize your thoughts. It can help you decide okay. what it is you want to say and what it is that don't need to be said. You know, it's just like if you're going to write, if you're writing it down, the best thing to do is basically bullets. Key things that you want to make sure you touch on because then you can form it in your head, whatever it is. Um, that you want to express and build that sentence or paragraph around it. But it also, mm-hmm. when you're hashtag Myrtleland, it it protects you uh, from brain fog. <laughs> brain fog. That just, you ever did it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I'm, who I was talking to. Go yes. Ahead. I'm about to say, I'm pr- pretty sure I did it today. You'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I had a question. Hold up. It's gone. Yep. Hold up. No, it's back. Oh. And then they'll come back. Did, did it come back to you? No, it's still gone. Y'all go ahead with like, right. yeah. 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 So I think writing down the talking points is very important. That's something I did too. Like if someone's talking and they're doing a whole presentation or something like that, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll interject. Sometimes I will let them finish just in case they cover what I'm yeah. going to end up asking. Um, but if they don't, then I like to go back to my bullet points. So, okay. So you mentioned this, but how does this impact that? Yeah. You know, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's a situation where you get an agenda ahead of time or you already know what's going to be talked about, maybe you have these bullets or questions or whatever it is that's in your mind already written down before you get to the meeting to to make sure you don't forget it. You don't have like this complete like just wipe clean once you get in there, forget everything that you wanted to ask and talk about. So you already have some stuff already written down in preparation. Now they might answer it, you know, during the meeting. So you ask them in the the appropriate place for for where it occurs, not just all randomly at the beginning if you're going to write it down ahead of time. But like I said, just knowing what you want to say is half the battle. Remembering what you want to say it might require some bullet points on a piece of paper. So know what you want to say. <laughs> Now remember a hashtag murder what you want to say. Right. Mm. That's something that's else. That's another half of the battle. Right. And then writing down the introduction, that's another half of the battle. Oh, girl, this, this is math. It's a lot of math. math. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's a lot of math. Um, and make sure throughout the meeting that you're listening. Like you could be writing, making notes of things, but also listen, because the last thing you want is like for you to be writing down your bullet point and then they answer whatever it is you were coming up with or speak on whatever it is you're coming up with 
And then you decide, all right, now I'm going to ask it. And the moment has passed. So when you're making your notes, the the best way to do it is, is to keep it short and sweet. Just, I want to talk on this. I want to talk on the, the cost, the effect, and how it impacts me. These are the three things I want to touch on in my question. Mm-hmm. Let me, maybe I'm going to wait till they finish talking. Maybe not, depending on how urgent this is. If it's a... <laughs> right, because I need to know now. Some, some things yep, I need to know now. Exactly. Some Sometimes that will change the direction of the conversation and you'll need to know its impact on you, whatever the topic is, in order to, yep. you know, best direct that conversation. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, write down your talking points. That That will help a lot. And... With the whole piggybacking, you know, that comes with active listening mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I can't stand the old piggybacking ass person who piggyback off of everything somebody else say yes. just for their voice to be heard. Yes. But utilize that tool as well, especially when it's something that you may not be an expert in, mm-hmm. but you want to make sure that you are heard. Do do a Jeff to Jeff. There you go. Pull a Jeff on a Jeff. Just go ahead and pull a Jeff on a Jeff and then watch you. I'm like, oh, I see. You know the secret art of ass kissing. Yeah, yeah. I, I can do it every once in a while too. I, don't, I I'm not known for it, but I can do it too. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is make sure that I move on to the next point. This last point of reading the room. <laughs> hey, I am very well versed. I feel like most black people are good at reading the room. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. we always have to be extremely observant. Our surroundings impact can impact our safety mm-hmm. uh, our surroundings can impact our mental yep our surroundings can impact so many things to us on a regular basis so it's not easy for us to just be lollygagging and nonchalantly walking around on these streets mm-hmm. we are always observant of what's going on we see one run don't we all run yep because we read the room baby right okay? <laughs> now for some it is hard to pick up a cues to know when to speak Mm. never really impact me. You do need to look at body language if you do have this problem. Body language is important. When you look around the room, if you are in the office or virtually, if you look and see all the different cubes or Hollywood squares (laughs) that are in front of you, um, can you tell people are on the phone? Maybe you responded back to an email. Maybe uh, someone's looking off screen, looking at something else. Maybe somebody's looking dazed like a zombie, staring at the camera just to say, I'm here, ain't I? But I'm mm-hmm. not really doing much. Maybe uh, someone, your face, eyes are squinted and they're uh, rocking back and forth because they're waiting for their chance to double dutch into this conversation to ask yeah. a question. Or maybe because somebody could be sitting with their head tilted to the side, looking like a, a golden retriever, like, hold up now. What right. did they say? Because that don't sound right to me. So then here comes the confrontation. So pay attention to the body language. Mm-hmm. It is always there. I'm telling you. The tone of the voices. Uh, somebody sitting there with their arms crossed. Yes. I mean, they're uncomfortable. Someone is uh, sitting far away from the camera. Either they don't want to be seen or they don't want to be on or they don't want to be engaged at all. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to jump in if that is the company culture. Coming from a company where people are all the same, no matter what your title is, no matter, there is no seniority. The seniority that I have to offer you is help, and that's it. 
not to downplay you and make you feel like you're less than. Or if it's a company culture where it's a hierarchy, oh, be quiet, newbie, fresh meat, you can't talk, be quiet, you ain't even or work up the nerve, or you haven't been here long enough to be able to speak in these mm-hmm. meetings. Or if it's a fast-paced meeting, people, boom, 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 I get this question, boom, boom, boom. we're not really responding back to things until we're waiting for something to stick. Or it could be an old-school laid-back meeting where people, you know, allow the execs to speak, and that's it, you're talked to, not talked with, you know, like, Paying attention to those things can impact how you yourself are included in the puzzle. Mm-hmm. But when you're working somewhere virtually, like I'm a full-time worker, home employee, you can use the raise the hand or chat feature in Teams or Zoom in order to get people's attention, especially if you're one that's home where everybody else is in the office. It's easy for people to forget about you because you're not in the mm-hmm. actual room. And Make sure you thank those that directly invite you to share your opinion during the discussion. This is something that I really haven't done regularly. I mean, I feel like it's a given. I'm here, so you should expect me to share my opinion. Um, But it could be one of those situations where people know that you know something and maybe you're being quiet today or know that you know something and they want to pull it out of you to participate. Mm -hmm. You know, then it's like, okay, well, thanks. John, um, you're right. This is something that I have, you know, so just read the room. I don't really have to tell you that. You're a full-time black woman. You right. know, you know what it is. Y'all know <laughs> what it is. What's up? Right. 1,000%. I agree with all of that. Like, I don't even have anything to add, but I am. The only thing I would say, and this isn't so much about you speaking up as it is about helping other people speak up. So if you Mm. are in one of these meetings or whatever um, and you see a sis who's trying to speak up, trying to double dunch in and she like, you know, rocking back and forth like I'm in, I'm in, I'm not in, I'm not in. Then, you know, make it a point to be like, you know what, Isha, I see you, you vibing with what I'm throwing down. So what, what is it you want to add to the conversation? Like invite your fellow sisters to uh, jump into the conversations when they look like they want to be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're not invited. Or if you know they have the expertise. That part. You know, like, Elise, I know that in your past job, you mentioned that you worked in these systems or whatever. Is this similar or is there some tips or pointers you could give us now that we're moving over to something that you have ex- experienced in? Mm-hmm. Yes, 1000%. Like we, we, we can help each other. Yeah. We can help each That's other. Our, that should be our goal. It should we be. We have to help. To, and no, we can. We should. Mm-hmm. We should. should. We should. And Because you can. <laughs> right. It's just that simple. Because at some point, that person that was struggling to hop in the convo was, was you. It was me. Mm-hmm. It was us. So the the best thing to do is to help those who are coming up, trying to figure it out, help them get in. And it would move things so much faster for all of us when we do that. So, I mean, you you don't want to ignore the possibilities of where change and and, uh, efficiency and effectiveness can come. Because one idea, like like we said before, could change the whole trajectory of everything Mm -hmm. for the better, especially for us. Check out our blog, fulltimeblackwomen.com. Not only can you go there to look at different articles, listen to our episodes, but now 
guess what? You can buy some merch. You get some merch. You get some merch. You all get some merch. Come on, support Full Time Black Woman Podcast by going to our website, fulltimeblackwoman.com, so you can pick up some of the latest, greatest merch that we have to offer because you're a part of this community. Come on, floss a little bit. Exactly. We have just about any and everything that you could think of. Our first full launch was our mug lines. If you have not checked out the mugs, please do yourself a favor. There are mugs representing the podcast. If you want to have a little jokey joke, inside joke, you got mugs with something funny on your side and non 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 threatening what's the word jesus that's boring, boring. Just, just regular <laughs> schmegler regular schmegler on, on one the side, other but side. On the... yes so make sure you stop by the blog fulltimeblackwoman.com and check out the merch 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 cart check out. I'm a part of the full-time black woman bark. Oh, merch, merch. You need some merch. Don't play around and get that merch. Full-time black woman merch. You want some more. Don't worry, guys. We got you for show. Full-time black woman merch. We got your back. Come on back and make a stack. Drop a stack on that merch. You hey. gonna, uh, 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 Alicia, okay, Alicia, looking at me like you want me to be quiet. But I'm just excited about that merch. So let's take time. Take, well, let's take time to get hashtag Casperish. For those that don't know, this is the segment of the show where we get hashtag Casperish or transparent with how we feel or about some aspect of our lives that this has impacted, et cetera, et cetera. So, Isha. Have you ever had an issue speaking up? And how did you fix it? Uh, have I had issues speaking up? Yeah, but I was fresh meat. Mm-hmm. You know, I did because I was afraid. I didn't I didn't believe that I knew enough to speak on topics. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I was a little bit, you know, start to get a little bit seasoned, you know, start being marinated a little bit much then the issue of speaking up was more so a personal thing that imposter syndrome started to kick in. Yeah. Because I don't think I dealt with imposter syndrome when I was fresh meat, like when I first started. I feel like imposter syndrome didn't come until the years of experience, which is where you were thinking yes. of the other way around. Right, right. right. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But imposter syndrome don't creep up until you got something to prove. Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome don't creep up until you got a, a track record to show your stats and your highlights and everything else. Yeah, like everybody else see it, but you got blinders on with it. But um, the issue of speaking up currently, I feel like comes from not an issue but a choice mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to continue to speak up to fix y'all problems and not get rewarded for it. There you go. I'm not going to continue to speak up so I could be the workhorse, mm-hmm. but not the one who's driving this train. Like I'm not, I'm so it's not an issue, it's more so a choice. Mm-hmm. But I will speak up if it impacts me. Like, hold up, what? Who? Right. Uh, oh, okay. Hold up. <clears throat> this sounds like more work for me that is unnecessary because somebody was a part of this project who does not know exactly how to do what you're asking us to do. Right. You know. Um, but I would say in the beginning of my career, I did have an issue speaking up, but also because, you know, 
I wanted to speak proper. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was code switching to. Mm-hmm. So when you're code switching the, uh, uh, the fact of enunciation, it's pressure. It especially is. when you're in a place where everyone else speaks the same and you know and you hear that you don't naturally do that. Mm-hmm. So that's something that uh, caused me to not speak up a lot of times. Um, or feeling as if uh, I had people, it was going to start the confrontation because it was an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one thing that I still deal with now. Um, I'll still say it, but I will kind of hold off until I'm like, I can't hold it no more. <laughs> oh, okay, y'all do it wrong. <laughs> You know, you're doing it wrong. Like, right. why are we doing this? But, 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 but who's, you know, right, like, right. that's when, like, but now I'm not afraid to uh, speak up anymore. What about you? Have you had any issues with speaking up at least? Uh, I have. I have, definitely. And I still do at certain times. But um, I think my biggest was, like you said, the imposter syndrome. That That's probably mm-hmm. my biggest barrier. The next one at one point in time, not so much anymore, was code switching. It took a lot of energy. It took a lot of energy and thought to try to figure out how to say what I wanted to say, to say it in a way that would be received Mm -hmm. and um, was, quote unquote, normal for the people I was talking to. It might not have been normal for me. It was like speaking another language. It was. Seriously. Right. It was a lot. energy. It was a lot. It was a lot. And so I came to the realization that I didn't want to be tired from that. Like I was causing extra uh, loss of energy off of that. Mm -hmm. And so that is no, is no more. Um, But the, the other thing that I guess I, I deal with more so now is I've gained confidence in my experience and what I bring to the table, but what I bring to the table isn't always readily accepted because of who I am. And Mm -hmm. like, I guess the perception just as a full-time black woman, the, the, the way it's received is not always the same. So when you get mansplained, of course it's accepted. But the fact that they're saying the exact same thing that I'm saying. So I think along your lines of it's a choice at times I choose not I choose not Mm -hmm. to participate because I'm tired. I'm I I get tired of throwing all of these excellent ideas and uh, parts of parts of me, my creative mind and all of that, my intellectual property that I am donating to this company Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a little tired. Intellectual intelligence. That my intellectual intelligence. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I be tired of giving them my intellectual intelligence, <laughs> and and you know it not be received in the manner that it should be if it had come from someone else. You know what I mean? Like that that part. So I I at times it's just like you know what, fuck them, fuck them. They not getting mm-hmm. all this goodness that I have to offer right now. Yep. Cause I don't feel like it. Cause y'all don't be, y'all don't appreciate it anyway. And to your point of not being paid for it, I sure don't get an extra dime dollar cent for, for, no. you know, making things better. But you know, maybe, maybe that is a internal 
battle in in me. I'll say in me. I'm not speaking mm-hmm. for anybody else who has this this type of feeling. It's an internal battle in me where I am a bit fed up. Maybe I'm not supposed to be in these corporate spaces anymore. I, I think <laughs> perhaps my time has expired, but my retirement account has not caught up yet. So if <laughs> right, you know, if you in that boat, we we gonna work on that and plan together. <laughs> We're gonna plan together. And yeah. listen to the power of planning if you need to know how to start yes. your planning process. 1000%. So with that, that 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 is my take on speaking up. It's, it, it's an improvement, but I think it's an improvement over my career, but my intentions with my voice have changed to a certain degree. That's powerful. Yes. My intentions with my voice. I'm no longer just screaming and letting anybody use it. I'm Mm-mm. going to use it when it benefits Moi. Right. And I'm also going to use it when it benefits another full-time black woman. Right. Okay. Um, but outside of that, mm, workhorse services are done though. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not happening anymore. But we just really want to make sure that you, as our listeners, realize that there is power in your voice. Yes. Whether you believe it, whether you have wielded such power yet, power yet, but you will learn how to use it to your advantage. But go ahead, listen to these steps and these tips of how you can speak up today to benefit your tomorrow and to help somebody's yesterdays as well. Ooh. I don't know where that goes. Oh, that was poetic. I what like that. that. What do you mean by help somebody's yesterdays? What do I mean by that? I don't know. I didn't. It didn't. I would have oh, let it right. ride because it sounded right. It's it's see, sounded right. See, this is what happens when you overthink what you want to say. say. <laughs> be better than me. Be better. Be better. Be, 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 be better. Be better than me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and make sure you continue to speak up, sis. Follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Full Time Black Woman, as well as on Twitter at FT Black Woman. And if you want to have something to read, go over to our blog, fulltimeblackwoman.com, where you can also cop some of our merch. And do us a favor and speak up to us and give us a five. And just write and review and let us know how we doing. Yes. If you agree, disagree, if you, you know, you rocking with us, share us with others. And also let us know by dropping a five on Apple. We appreciate it. We read every one of the reviews and we love you for it. Um, and if yep, you don't go, go ahead and send us an email. Um, contact at fulltimeblackwomen.com to let us know a little bit more. Direct line to Isha Bell and Elise Real. Hey. We are waiting for you and believe us when we say we see you because we are you. 1000%. So with that, that brings us to the end of another episode. We hope that you learn how to speak up this. And remember, we are here for you full time from coffee to wine. And play your power perfectly. Peace. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Full Time Black Woman is created, recorded, and produced by Elise Real and Isha Bell. For more opportunities to live, laugh, grow, and fill the soul, be sure to like, review, comment, and subscribe to Full Time Black Woman wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Help us build this community by sharing with other full time Black women like yourself. 
Visit our website at fulltimeblackwoman.com to see what's new or to reach out. If you have questions or want to add to today's topic, send us an email to contact at fulltimeblackwoman.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Fulltime Black Woman and on Twitter at FT Black Woman. <laughs>